All right, so first of all, I want to just do something a little different. Um, let me see if I can get everybody in this thing. Everybody, look, um, look holy. And then, yeah, you did not look holy. You know who I'm talking to. No. Um, so, hi. I am... Um, I've not been looking forward to tonight and also have very much been looking forward to tonight, the opportunity to share um, a last sermon. The, the beauty of that is that it's um, something special because it marks uh, the close of a chapter. Uh, it, it allows me to speak with uh, a very different experience. I can still remember uh, many parts of that first Wednesday night that I was here, um, that first opportunity to share in this beautiful space in worship, and, and I can remember a whole lot of nights uh, throughout. I can remember still uh, attaching my phone to the second pew when we heard about this thing called COVID, and we thought, maybe we should take a week off and do it live, and it was like Jay and, I don't know, like two other people here, and I mean, it was just weird, uh, maybe, you know, and then, of course, a year and a half of doing it differently. I mean, it's been, it's been a heck of a three years, but the sad and difficult part, of course, is that it, as I said, it's the end of a chapter, and I'm, I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss you. Um, and so I hope if you hear nothing else tonight, you hear gratitude um, and deep, deep gratitude. Um, I've been carrying this book around with me for a long time, and in the last few weeks, um, I keep jotting things down about this message this time, and I try not to... Um, write the sermon and then find a scripture passage that goes with it, because it feels like that's a little backwards. But that's really what it was this time, where I was like, I know what I want to say, but how, where, where, which passage do I, like, centers it? And then just a few days ago, um, sorry for the last time, John and Journey, for getting my sermon information to you so late, um, it hit me. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen. You use steel to sharpen steel, and one friend sharpens another. I titled this sermon, I Was Wrong, um, because, as I said, I remember distinctly those, those first few times I was in here, and the first time I preached, I preached a sermon titled, It's Not About You. Um, I've remembered that sermon a lot because, in hindsight, I think a lot of the momentum behind it was uh, some pain that I was carrying with me, some harm. Um, and I wasn't, I didn't mean by it that I need you guys to hear this right up front. It is not about you. That's not what I meant by it. But I also realized that I was, you know, trying to be edgy and snarky. And so, you know, I'm not good at titles. Journey will tell you that. But, but that was the idea, was that I think we can so easily and quickly find ourselves so concerned about ourselves that, that we need to be reminded that it's not just about me, it's not just about us, it's about others as well. The, the passage that I preached on is when Jesus goes to his home and he preaches his first sermon, and everybody goes wild, in your hearing, this prophecy is being fulfilled. 
And everybody goes crazy. They're so excited, except Jesus, who reminds them of the people within their own history who, by their own religion, would have been considered outcast and unclean. And then they, they shift from being excited to riotous, and they literally try and kill Jesus. And Jesus passes through the midst of him and goes on his way. Now, you've heard me preach on that twice, in fact, in the three years I've been here. I love that passage, not least because it is such a powerful reminder that we can get excited about the wrong things and angry about the wrong things, and the warning that if we choose to not follow Jesus, that doesn't stop the work of Jesus. That... That is just letting ourselves be left behind. And so the, the invitation for us to think about it's not about you is not a, you know, is, was really trying to say, how can we open ourselves up to the reality that God continues to work through unexpected people in unexpected ways and to open ourselves up to that? It's not just about us. But I think I was wrong about part of that, and maybe not that the, the, that part of the theological assertion. I guess what I want to say is, as steel sharpens steel, so does one friend sharpen another. Um, y'all have been life-giving to me. I don't use that word lightly. Y'all have been life-changing for me. Um, one of the ways that I've been thinking about that, and I don't want to disparage the churches I served before I came here because they are full of wonder, wonderful people who are trying and who are faithful, um, but it wasn't, it was, it was hard. Um, and when I came here, I immediately felt affirmed. I immediately felt welcomed and supported and safe to be myself. And that was a surprise <laughs> after four years serving in the church and not feeling those things. And the past three years have healed me. They have energized me, and they have, as we sang one of my absolute favorite songs, I am who God says I am, and I don't always feel that way, but you guys have helped me understand that. You guys have helped me see that, and you have encouraged me, and even though I very quickly in nervousness and anxiety shift to humor and go chase squirrels and all that stuff, you guys still said, keep doing what you're doing, and, and I feel like I have grown and healed. Um, and I share that not because I want to be the centerpiece of this sermon, God help us if I ever am that, but, but because I want you to know how much that means to me. Not just to say thank you, although I want to deeply and just from the bottom of my everything say to you thank you, but because I want you to know how special that is. I want you to know how incredible that is, how life-changing and life just, it, it, it is. And I just want to encourage you to keep doing it. <laughs> I want to encourage you to, to, to do it for the person who is next to you and the person who is in front of you and behind you. I want you to do it for Marissa. And I, and I hope that you'll continue to do it for me through prayer. And, and for some of us, I mean, just, we'll, it's, just keep doing it <laughs> because we need that. We need the body of Christ, not just to be reminded of who we are, but as Paul says, when one part of the body celebrates, the body celebrates with it. And when one part of the body suffers, the, the body, the whole body suffers with it. As steel sharpens steel, so does one friend sharpen another. 
the people around you are your community. I have been privileged to be a part of this community for the last three years, and it has changed me for the better, more than I could have imagined. Um, I'm a better pastor because of you, a much, much better pastor because of you, and I am grateful, and for that reason, I will carry you with me, and I know and I believe with all my heart that that is a gift that you have been and continue to give to one another, and I simply want to invite you to do that, to, to find ways to sharpen one another and to find ways to be sharpened by one another. To open yourself up to one another, both as a person who can sharpen and a person who needs to sharpen, because we all are both. But because I have the microphone, above all, in this moment, thank you. Um, I love each and every one of you. I will miss each and every one of you. Um, and I am deeply, deeply grateful. Thank you.